0: You're listening, listening to, so Bible? to Bible Plus, Bible Plus. from Seesaw. Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello, and welcome back to Bible Plus. Today, we'll be considering Mark chapter 4. Uh, There are a number of parables in this chapter, and it concludes with the story of the Lord rebuking a storm on the sea. So for purposes of time, we'll be covering the first parable with the the seed being sown uh, through the first 20 verses, uh, how the seed grows in verses 26 to 29, and conclude with the story of the storm from 35 to the end of the chapter. So just dive right in the lord uh presents this parable in mark 4 of the the four different types of soil that uh, are being that the seed is sown into and he also interprets it for us he tells us uh that he is the sower that the the seed he is sowing is the word and that the the four different types of soil are the conditions of hearts to receive or or not receive the the seed the word so A couple of things here. Um, Some of us may be familiar with this parable from uh, from growing up or from previous times through the Gospels. It it is very prominent. Uh, But one thing I want to underscore is that these conditions of the heart are conditions. They they are not permanent statuses. So perhaps someone, perhaps an unbeliever to whom we're we're speaking the word, speaking the gospel, he is completely closed. His heart at that time is like the heart by the wayside. Well, through prayer, through the work of the spirit, that heart can become open and it can receive the seed for the first time. Or perhaps, perhaps a believer who who is receiving a word from the Lord through the, through the scriptures, through the ministry, through speaking, that, that word may encounter soil that is good, that is open to that word, or, or may encounter soil that's, that's not receptive. Regardless, whatever the condition of our heart is, we just need to bring that condition to the Lord. I'll, I'll speak a little bit more on that at the end of this section, but so the, the four types of soil, and I've kind of already begun to identify them, but the Lord points out, uh, soil by the, the roadside is, is closed. It's, it's It's packed down, it's hard and it's resistant, has no opening to the word. So uh, and, and that intuitively makes sense. People that have no <laughs> have no desire to receive anything of the Lord Jesus, they reject him and eventually the birds representing the evil things they come and take that seed away. Then we come to the the heart that has rocks uh, and, and the Lord says he, he says something particular here. He says, they have no root but they last for a short time and when affliction or persecution occurs because of the word they are stumbled now perhaps uh you know perhaps, perhaps we we may think of persecution or affliction as one type of thing, a uh, very outward something that happened to uh, you know first century christians and and historical martyrs as people you know threatening to kill you or attempting to do so or doing so because of your belief in the lord but I, I want to draw a, another conclusion here. Sometimes, especially let's speak to, to to believers. Sometimes we we receive a word from from the Lord, as I said, from as we're reading the scriptures, as we're we're listening to a message. We recognize the Lord is speaking something to us, and we may become afraid of what that word might do. We inwardly we may have the response. I don't want to accept that because Lord, if I accept that, think about what you're going to do to my, my heart. You're going to, you're going to take things away that I love. You're, I, I'm afraid we reject the word because of that. We're, we, we sense the affliction. We sense, we sense the coming of the cross and we reject the word. Well, this is a rocky heart. It's not receptive. It's, The, the word comes in, but we reject it. Has no, no space. We have no space for it. Okay. Then we come to the anxieties of the age, a thorny heart. And I think this is applicable to so many of us, especially in the last six months. How many times the word has come? We've been in the scriptures, but immediately some thought, some anxiety comes and there's just, there's no space for for that word from the Lord, from that seed to to grow and expand in us, because it's crowded out by anxiety. So, and then finally, there's the good heart. And what we know about the good heart is that the 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 good soil we know it by its fruit. So we know some by their rejection of the word, some by their uh, uh, apprehension towards the word. Shall we say the a fear of of loss of damage of persecution we know we we know some by the anxiety and the the heart consumed with fear all we know about the heart that that bears fruit is that it bears fruit <laughs> and and I really appreciate that and we'll come to that here in a minute in the next parable but um just briefly whatever condition your heart is in you should bring that to the lord don't be afraid to tell him lord lord i I'm afraid that if I accept this word, you're going to start dealing with things that I love. The Lord, I, I am anxious about the, don't be afraid to tell him, Lord, I am anxious. This is consuming me. Don't wait until your heart is right to come to the Lord. Only the Lord can fix, only the Lord is the great physician. Only he can fix the problems in our hearts, make us the good soil. So, Come to him. Come to him. He wants, he wants to heal you. He wants to, to dig away the rocks. He wants to take away that, that anxiety, that, the thorn in you that's crowding him out. He wants to do it. Come to him. He needs you to come to him. Okay. Moving on quickly. So in 26 to 29, we have kind of a strange parable. It says that a man cast seed on the earth seems to be a continuation of the, the, at the, the parable at the start of the chapter. But it says the seed sprouts and lengthens how he does not know. Well, in in the previous parable, we saw that the Lord was the one who sowed the seed. And obviously the Lord knows how his seed grows, but we do not know how that seed grows. I can tell you from my experience and from many people's testimony, it is not a good practice to spend much time Examining, ah, have I grown? What percentage have I grown? How, how, how Christ-like am I? What percentage of my time? Don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to be the last to know. <laughs> uh, the people around you may know. They recognize a change in your behavior, a change in your, t- what how you spend your time, what you talk about, what you like. But you're going to be the last to know. And, and, and what, <laughs> What we know about, as we said with the good soil, what we know about the seed growing is that it bears fruit. So don't be so concerned with how much you're growing, how the process of growth works, what that entails. Just keep coming to the word. Keep coming to the sower. Let him sow into you his word, his truth, and that seed will operate. It will grow. It will sprout and lengthen, and then you will bear fruit. So I want to conclude with the final story in this chapter about the Lord rebuking the storm. So in verse 35, the Lord says something seemingly innocuous. He says, let us go over to the other side. And then he gets in the boat, his disciples, a number of whom are experienced fishermen, um, begin sailing the Sea of Galilee, a sea that they've sailed probably most of their lives. And there is a, a huge storm and and apparently the waves are beginning to fill the boat and they're concerned about sinking and they 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 come to the Lord and they say, Lord, teacher, does it not matter to you that we are perishing? And the Lord gets up from his from his sleep and he he rebukes the wind he tells the sea to be quiet. there's a great calm it's it's a miracle and the Lord says something I think very interesting and impactful he says, why are you cowardly in this way? How is it that you do not have faith? Well, my question is, in what were the disciples to have faith? Well, for the sake of time, I'll just say, I believe it's the word in verse 35. So the Lord says, let us go over to the other side. This is a direct word uh, from the Lord Jesus. It is a commission. We are going to the other side. So the disciples encountered a problem. They encountered a storm. And their reaction was, we're dying. This must not be the Lord's word. He must not even care about us. Does it not matter that we're perishing? They should have accepted that word and, through faith, using the spirit of faith that Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 4, stirring up their spirit of faith to believe in what the Lord says and join themselves to that word. The Lord is very clear. Isaiah 55, he says, My word will not return to me void. It will accomplish that for which I sent it. So the disciples should have accepted the Lord's word, said the Lord said we're going to cross the sea. Okay, now there is a problem. And it wasn't wrong that they brought the matter of the storm to the Lord. It was their attitude and their heart, Lord. um, we. It's very proper for us to say, Lord in your commission, you've told me to go to the other side of the sea. We're doing it. There is this storm, Lord. We believe that we are going to go to the other side of the sea. Lord, what do you, how will we deal with the storm? What would you have us do? What would you do? And the Lord intervenes. So in whatever situation that the Lord commissions us to do, to go when we encounter difficulty and we will, we should just come to the Lord based on His Word. Lord, you said to do this. Lord, you said, preach the gospel to this person. Lord, I've encountered this problem. What would you have me do? I believe that you want to accomplish this. That's why you gave me this Word. I believe you will accomplish this because of who you are. I, I'm just open to how you would go forward from where we are right now. This is an excellent prayer um, and, and something that we should always practice bringing matters to the Lord based on his word, based on our faith in his word. Okay. That's all the time we have. Thank you very much for being here with me. It is such a joy to get to do these, um, and may the Lord bless you today.